Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. several days into this series on how to champion others and I've been coming at this from several different angles and I hope you've been able to follow us along with this series. It's been a phenomenal series and if you're looking to make a big impact whether it's in your personal relationships or your professional relationships maybe you feel there's a disconnect of some kind maybe it's somebody that you've been trying to win over for years but you still haven't found a way to do it maybe you feel this person is impossible and you know you're just at the end of your wits with them or maybe you're struggling with a culture that's just not what you want it to be this is the way to change it Making people feel valued, making people feel like you are behind them 100% can change things quicker than ever. And I've said this a couple of times at the beginning of the series, but it's worth saying again, look at it this way. When others know that you are for them, they will give you more than they thought they could give, reach further than they thought they could reach, and dig deeper than they thought they could dig. Haven't tried it yet? I would encourage that you do. In fact, I've been challenging you in the last couple of the episodes that we've had in the series to pick a couple of people out and begin to work on some of these principles with them. So we've been through encouraging words, positive identity words, or pouring into others, believing in others. We also talked about gratitude and being grateful towards others, understanding them and the importance of understanding them and seeing them. Now we are on to some win-win language and really we can come at this in a multitude of ways, uh, but we're not going to really focus on negotiation today so much in terms of sales and business, but rather in terms of how we can use win-win language in the relationships that we have around us, which is what this series is specifically designed to focus on. So I'm going to share a few tips with you on how you can keep it a win-win for everybody involved, beginning with separating the people from the problem and you know all of this is really about a mindset you know from the very beginning of all the series and episodes that I've done it is about shifting and changing your perceptions and your mindset well it's no different in cognitive restructuring it's it's no different in you know any of the series that we've done in terms of changing your routine and seeing your life from a different set of eyes so that you realize you need to you know alter what you're doing right now in order to get the results that you're looking for well it's also true in working with people so you need to separate the people from the problem avoid identifying your opposite number as your opponent be sure to focus on the issue and try to ignore the personality differences. To do this, be aware of three factors, perception, emotion, and communication. According to Fisher and Urey, perception means putting yourself in their shoes, which is really also the definition of empathy. And as you know, empathy is one of the elements of emotional intelligence and being high in emotional intelligence. So this is a a critical piece of the puzzle. Examine and acknowledge your emotions and then ask yourself why you might be feeling the way that you do. For example, could a previous bad experience in a negotiation be affecting your behavior in this particular one? We can't mingle past relationships with current ones if we are to have an objective outlook and perception. 
So a good tip is to remain calm during the negotiations. This will aid your decision-making process. And then you'll be able to observe the emotions of the other party without responding in some kind of reactive or heated emotion. So there's a great tip for you there. Right, next, focus on interests, not positions. People are seldom difficult just for the sake of being difficult. <laughs> um, I'm not saying that they never are, but most of the time they're not. And almost always they're real and valid differences sitting behind conflicting positions. The way that each person sees the issue may be influenced by many factors, such as their values, beliefs, status, responsibilities, and cultural background. So basically the way that they're wired. In other words, the way that they've grown their neural networks. And we've talked at length in previous episodes about how you grow neural networks and how we can actually rewire our brains. But this is not the time to try to rewire somebody's brain. <laughs> In fact, you can't rewire somebody else's brain. You only can rewire your own. So try to keep the conversation courteous and avoid attributing blame. Because then the defenses are going to go up immediately. You're not going to get anywhere. Once everyone knows their interests have been validated and considered, they're more likely to be receptive to different points of view. For example, if you're negotiating with your boss to get more resources for your team, consider that he may be under pressure to reduce costs. You've got to look at it from every angle. If you look beyond your position, you'll find that you may have a common interest with the person that you're negotiating with or speaking with and find a win-win on both sides. So number three, invent options for mutual gain. By now, each side will likely have a better understanding of the other's interests and a solution might be obvious. You might even be on the verge of agreement. If not, stay open to the idea that a completely new position may exist and use a negotiation process to explore your options. Uh, to return our, in our example, let's say you've, been identif you've, you've identified increased productivity as a mutual interest, but your company can't afford new staff equipment or training. You could see this as an opportunity to assess working practices, possibly install some kind of training opportunities that are affordable, like in other words, look at it from, from every possible angle, and inexpensive ways to increase efficiency. Brainstorm together. Be willing to share and put ideas on the table and develop those, uh, those proposals or those ideas and opportunities into something everybody can agree on. And finally, keep everybody in the loop. Leaving people in the dark when communication is happening or just doing it behind closed doors is one of the most horrible things that you can do to an organization. It makes people feel like they're on shaky ground, puts them on the defense mode, and you'll never come up with a win-win solution when you do that. So uh, that concludes today's episode on how to champion others. Hope you've gained some ideas and nuggets out of it and you're able to go out and apply those. I'm Michelle Steffes with your Journey to Greatness routine. It's great having you on the podcast every day. Continue to follow us, and if you think this will benefit somebody else, please be sure to share it with them. And uh, I look forward to having you on the podcast tomorrow. Thank you for joining. Have a fantastic day.